Blah, 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 blah. Geekin' Friends! I am your host, Jason Hickey, alongside Scott Davis. Hey, Jay, what's going on? Oh, well, not a whole lot. I have no TV to watch because Star Trek is over, so I think we're going <laughs> to let you handle this. No, 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 no. I gave you an assignment. I know. I'm I'm working through season two of Westworld. Okay, so the assignment's going through. That's fine. We'll, we'll do Westworld pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, I know episode three of Westworld came... I'm oh, sorry, episode four of Westworld came out just recently. We'll talk about that in a moment, but not today. Today we're doing Star Wars The Clone Wars. Excellent. So, Star Wars Clone Wars, it's been actually two episodes since the last time I talked about them. So, it's still the story of Trace, Rafa, and Ahsoka. Okay. Trace is pretty much Ahsoka's friend, sort of, and Rafa is Trace's sister, right. who just doesn't like Ahsoka. <laughs> well... So... At the beginning of the first episode, we have Trace is working on her starship again, and Ahsoka feels sad. She needs to, she wants to leave. She doesn't want to, you know, be stuck on Coruscant anymore, pretty much. But she has some sort of a, like a pull to stay with Trace, it seems like. I don't know why, but there's Hmm. some sort of, the storyline that's going on, I'll get into a little more of what's uh, with the Martinez sisters. But Rafa comes in, uh, she pretty much says, hey, sis, I got a job. Hmm. Not, hey, sis, we need to be able to, I need to get someone to fly me over there and Trace is like, I can fly. I got this great new plane I made. <laughs> <laughs> and Rafa is like, oh, great, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just going to go and we're going to go to Kessel. All right. And we have to go and deliver stuff to the Pike. Now, the Pike is uh, pretty much the Pike Syndicate uh, mobster group. <laughs> they like were... the hot spot a different area. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> um and so Rafa is, you know, pretty much just trying to get as many jobs, what kind of jobs she can. And so it comes like, not the Pikes. Don't, no, you, you shouldn't, <laughs> you should not go and work with the mob. The mob is bad. Right. And Ahsoka's like, I'm going to come with you to make sure that, that nothing goes bad, nothing goes wrong. And Rafa's just like rolling her eyes like, God damn it. <laughs> 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 but Trace is like, yeah, yeah, my friend's coming. <laughs> they get in the Silver Angel. That's the name of Trace's plane. Okay. Uh, Starship, sorry. Uh, this I knew what you meant. Yes. <laughs> and they fly to Kessel. They didn't have to do, you know, the whole Kessel run like No that. Kessel run? No, no, no. Okay. It's just a straight... Well, they're never going to break 12 parsecs. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to Kessel. They have a, a nice little banquet dinner. Um, and, and the guy is, that's there is trying to smooch them and, you know, things going. Trace is trying to be, you know, all big and, you know, hey, look at me. I'm the big business person. <laughs> it doesn't come off that way at all. Right. <laughs> Especially she's, kind of, she's kind of coming off kind of childish right now. Well, her sister, Trace, is coming off even worse. <laughs> Trace is like, hey, look, I got this fast ship out there. My silver angel is amazing. And she's just <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, you just don't do business like that. Right. And Ahsoka's just sitting inside, and she's like, you shouldn't be doing this. Don't do this. What are you trading? What are you, what are you going to get? And so he's like, well, you're going to be transporting spice. Okay. Well, that's primary export of Kessel. Exactly. And that's what she thought. And spice is used, you know, not just for medicine, as to what they originally thought it was supposed to be for. The spice is used for drugs and other you know nefarious means i often wonder if george lucas was making a dune reference he was yeah no no spice was it was definitely because dune came out way before oh yeah um, 20 plus years yeah and so i mean and they only mentioned spice into like a little bit yeah it's a throwaway line in the original trilogy yeah but it was definitely a 
a reference to Dune in Spice and Dune. See? So they go and they get the spice. They have to go to the mines itself. And so Trace looks down and she sees like, oh my God, there's so many boss that are down there. You know, droids that are down there that are actually doing all the mining. And so he's like, no, <laughs> no, no, they're slaves. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is a terrible place. Exactly. Uh, so they land, they get the spice, they put it into the ship and they start flying. They're flying to, I forgot the name of the planet, um, the pikes right but they're they're flying to the pikes and ahsoka and raf are just getting into it and like you shouldn't be doing deals with the uh, with the pike syndicate the mobs they're bad you don't know what spice is used for spice is not just for medicine raf is like we need the money this is all about the money we just mm. need to do it for the money and trace is just like you know what if this is what's going to get you guys angry and upset i'm just going to type dump the spice oh my gosh and so up goes the spice oh and then both Tra- uh sorry, both Rafa and Ahsoka are like, oh, what the hell did you do that? Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing that they had it on consignment. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Trace is like, well, we don't have to go to the, the pikes. We can just fly away. He's like, no, they know you. They know that's what you're going to do. So uh, then they know that you got them the spice. You have to go and drop it off. They will come after you. Right. And <laughs> and so I was like, go there. We'll have to explain it. And Ahsoka's like, just, we'll try to handle it a different way. Bring up some canisters and we'll, you know, we'll show what we can do. So they land and they uh, they start to take everything off. They uh, they move off all the canisters. They meet the, the pikes and the pikes are like, where's my spice? He's like, oh, they're, in, they're over there. They're just over there. Yeah. They're <laughs> on the corner. Around the corner, just, just over there. Here's our money. Uh, so they give him the credits. Uh, Ahsoka does a few little, you know, mine, you know, oh, yeah. you know, Jedi things, and they give him the credits, and they get on back on the starship. They get the starship started, and they start lifting. And then one of the other Pike, uh, not the leader Pike, but like the secondary Pike, he's like, "I want to see the spice." Goes, it's a good idea. And he to open it up, and he's like, "Baron, completely empty." They're just starting to lift, and he's like. Bring in the starship, <laughs> and so you just all of a sudden you just see like like a small little armada uh, appears right in front of them, <laughs> and uh, that was the end of that episode. Oh, uh, next episode they start off in a uh, prison cell. Okay, um, Trace, Rafa, and Ahsoka are all together in the same cell, and it's a recipe for disaster. Exactly. But what what happens is uh, one of the pikes comes over. He says, "Who's Rafa Matez?" Hmm. It's like they don't know who, which one's which. Uh, it's like I want Rafa Matez right now, and Ahsoka's like, "No, you can't take him." Trace is, is like, "No, no, no, no." Uh, and so he assumes that Rafa is Rafa, and he takes Rafa and then brings her in and starts to do interrogations. Right. Uh, this is like the interrogator droid from um, Jabba's uh, palace. Okay. You know, it was like sort of you know, squarish, sort of jaw, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. face. A lot of electrical shocks coming. I was the one that was interrogating. I think it was. Uh, Leia? Or was it Han? It was Han. Interrogating Han. Jabba's palace. Yeah. I don't remember. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. He goes and he's interrogating and pretty much burns and beats and doesn't whatever she says. They're terrible. So they drop off Rob back at the cell and they take Trace and start interrogating her. And then while they're interrogating, uh, when they start to interrogate her, she faints or fakes to faint and <laughs> takes and gets someone guns and, and starts shooting them and starts to run away. Uh, so Trace is spunky. <laughs> she's doing better than her sister. Much better. Yeah. But Ahsoka decides, you know what? We're going to get out of here <laughs> and does a little Jedi maneuvering without anyone trying to notice her. Gets the cell door open. 
they, and so then they all start just to run around the complex, uh, trying to avoid other pikes, trying to you know you know shoot some of the pikes. It's actually a pretty good fight scenes that are yeah. going on. Uh, I can't really explain the fight scene. No. <laughs> so they uh, they finally get together. Trace, Rafa, and Ahsoka finally get together. And he's like, we need to get out of you know the cells. So they get out. They get to a point where there's. They're like, well, there's the guard tower, and there's a bunch of other pikes around. Uh, we need to get ourselves a transport to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, well, Ahsoka, why don't you go and open up the gate? Because, you know, that way you have to go through all the pikes, and you'll probably die. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Trace and I will go get a little speeder. Yeah. Trace and Rafa, uh, so Ahsoka's like, yeah, you're doing this because I know this is the hardest one. <laughs> and Ahsoka's like, and Ahsoka's saying, pretty much saying, she knows that, that this is a suicide mission. If right. it was anyone but her. Right. They go off and Ahsoka goes in and pretty much just goes up this lookout tower mm-hmm. and just kicks butt. It's like probably like seven, eight pikes in there and just all of them down. <laughs> no time flat. And then she just looks out the tower and she sees that Trace and Rafa are pretty much pinned. <laughs> they can't go anywhere. <laughs> so it's like they had nothing. They got nothing. Yeah. Uh, she gets down. Uh, so then she goes and do a little Jedi thing, and she pulls the pike out, and then Rafa shoots it, and then <laughs> pulls the other pike out, and Trace shoots it. <laughs> Like skeet shooting. Yeah, but the thing is, like, they didn't know that she was being that they were being pulled by right, Ahsoka. Right. Ahsoka just, <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> Finally, they go, uh, they get out. Uh, once they get out into the city, they're trying to find an actual transportation to get uh, to get away to be able to fly out. And Trey sees her silver angel. Ah, uh-huh, okay. And she's like, I need to get my silver angel. We need to go there. And so they go, by the time they start to maneuver around, Rafa kind of pissed off some beggar guy. You know, you don't piss off the beggars. You don't piss off people that can, if you're trying to hide in plain sight, you don't piss people off. Yeah. So the beggar, you know, goes and sees some of the pike and the pike, and he's trying to beg to the pikes. And the pike has the wanted poster of the three. He's like, oh, I know those. <laughs> and he points them directly to Rafa. Because well, <laughs> Rafa was right. Yeah, well. just being mean. And finally the pike starts to gather and they got Rafa and, um, and Trace together. Okay. But Ahsoka, oh. you know, ran away. And then Ahsoka's, you know, traveling, trying trying to see if she can get them. Pike's pretty much just gathered around uh, Trace and Rafa. Ahsoka does some, you know, Jedi stunting around. Oh, yeah. And the Pike was like, I knew you were going to come after them. And that was pretty much the end of the episode, the back of the cells. <laughs> so the episode itself was, there was a lot going on. There was actually a lot of, like, small little hidden gems and Easter eggs. Like, there was a lot of, a lot of the aliens from the cantina. Yeah. They were there. Okay. And, like, they were in, like, different outfits. Like, some of them were out in the outfits that were actually on toys that originally came out in the 77, but that weren't, That's cool. that they weren't wearing in the actual New Hope. So there was, like, definitely, like, like a ton of Easter eggs like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, so there was a, it was a good amount of Easter eggs and, and, and things going on in the episode, but I just went and gave you the synopsis of the right, two. Right, right, right. Uh, I think next episode should be the last episode of this Ahsoka Rafa um, Trace set, and then we're going to start getting into some Mandalorians. And uh, the reason why I say that is there was actually there was a couple of Mandalorians in this episode that oh. were they saw Ahsoka and they're like, oh, we know her. Okay. We know Ahsoka. Yeah. Um, and I think actually one of them might be Sabine's mother. Oh, okay. Uh, so Sabine was from Star Wars Rebels. Yes. And big character in that show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is our Star Wars Clone Wars. All right. Thank you, Scott. 
Now, as we've said before, whenever we do Wheel of Time, which we're going to do Wheel of Time. We're going to spoil it. We're going to spoil it. And we're going to give you spoilers. And this is your spoiler warning. So. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. (laughs) So, when we left off, the entire crew. Now, who's the entire crew? Well, the entire crew is um, the original kids from Emmons Field. So, it was Matt, Rand, and Perrin, and Egwene. You have your eyes to die, Moraine, and her warder, Lamb. You have... The Gleeman Tom, and now a new addition in Barillon, because she followed them, you have the Wisdom Nynaeve. Yes. So this is your true fellowship. Right. And these are your main characters you're going to follow throughout the majority of these books. Oh yeah. And and, and they'll split up, they'll get back together, and each have their own storylines. It's, yeah. Th- th- these are the... It's entertaining. It is. It's extremely entertaining. So uh, they leave Barillon, have to best some white cloaks at the gate because of Rand and Matt's shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Well, this wasn't because of the white cloaks. This was because of the Trollocs and the Mairdral. Well, they got stopped at the gate. They did. Yeah. So we, we best the, the white cloaks and we're out on the open plains and we're running. Mm-hmm. And they can hear Trolloc horns after them. And by doing this, uh, Lan is able to guesstimate how many bands are following them. And it's hundreds of Trollocs. Mm-hmm. And with that many, there's bound to be several Fades as well. Yeah. So a Fade is a Myrdral. Fade is a Myrdral. Different names, different lands. There's multiple names for multiple creatures. We will start, we will probably. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably use them without thinking about it yes. and then have to correct it later. But, um. For today's purposes, I'm calling them a fade. Uh, so they, they're being chased, and they're running, and they, they get to a point where they have to stop, and they have a minor battle mm-hmm. where Rand gets to use his sword, which he's been training with Lan. Perrin gets to use his axe, which he's also been training with Lan. And Matt gets to use the bow, which which basically he's been training with since birth. And they, they come out okay, they defeat the Trollocs, and they're able to escape. And For now. For now. Because they're still being chased, and there's really only one place they can go. Which way are we going to call it? I'm going to call it Shadow Logoth. I'm calling it Shadow Logoth because that's what it is. It has not been the other name for 2,000 years. Air at all. <laughs> not air at all. So there's this city. It's basically an abandoned, haunted, for lack of a better word, city that no one goes to. And and the, see, the, the kids don't know this. Uh, Moraine and Lan have this argument about... Well, we, we have to go there. There's no other way to go. No, we're not going there. This is a terrible idea. And they finally went out. We have to go there. It's the only way. Because Trollocs and Fades will not even go in there. Right. They're terrified of this place. And the kids don't know this. All they know is, well, it's a city. Let's let's go. Even if it's abandoned. Even if there's bad people there. It's got to be better than Trollocs, right? Right. Exactly. So they get into Shadow Lugeth, And while they're there, Moraine says, do not touch anything. Do not take anything. Do not do anything. Just just don't. Yeah. Basically exactly like that. She, she, there is no doubt that she is telling them, keep your hands at your sides. Don't be dumb. Exactly. So Matt and Ran and Perrin start walking away. Yes. Because... They are dumb. Yes. <laughs> oh, we're in this cool haunted city that Trollocs are terrified to go into. Let's go exploring, guys. Exactly. So they're walking around and they're looking. And, oh, hey, cool buildings. This is very grand. It's so much better than Barillon. And then they see this person. And he says, hey, guys, how you doing? Who am I? Well, I'm an explorer. I'm a treasure hunter. Isn't this sketchy? I mean, the fact that no one else is actually supposed to be in here. Um, Just a tiny bit. Even if he's an explorer. He's an explorer. He's a treasure hunter. Yes. I have all this treasure that I cannot hope to carry out by myself. How about you come and help me? Now, Matt's all for that. Exactly. Rand is thinking, uh, he's hemming and hawing. Perrin's like, I don't think this is a good idea. Whereas Matt just says, treasure? 
please show me this treasure. I am interested. Yes. So they go down into this basically a, a deep cellar, and there's no light. They have to carry torches, and there's just mounds of gold, of gems, and uh, artifacts, and sculptures, and everything you could think of. Whatever you want. And, and all this stuff was like, you can find gold leaf paintings. You'd find right. golded etched daggers, you know. Right. And everything, you could pick up one thing in this room and it would buy them a farm where they're from. Exactly. And, and it'd probably buy them the entire land of Emmonsfield. Right. And they're talking back and forth. This is great. We gotta go get our people. And the guy steps up and says, huh? People? You have people with you? Why, who are these people? This sounds interesting. And they say, oh, well, we have this Matt because Matt's dumb. Matt is the dumbest person out there. He is. He's pipes up with, oh, well, we have this Aes Sedai with us. And he freaks out. Uh, yes. Not Matt, the traveler. Did he give a name? No. Okay. Yeah, this guy, not only does he freak out, he expands and he basically bursts into a cloud and runs away. And as this is happening, the boys, I mean, Rand has his sword. He draws his sword. Perrin grabs his axe. He draws his axe. Matt has nothing. He grabs a dagger off the pile. And they go into defensive mode because this guy is not taking this well. But he runs. And they're thinking, okay, maybe we should have listened to Moraine. Yeah. And so they start to head back. They head back. And when they get back, they tell Moraine about what, what happened. And Moraine's like, you didn't touch anything. You didn't take anything, yeah. did you? He didn't give you anything, did he? Oh, yeah, sorry. Not take. It was give. Yes. Thank you. He didn't give you anything, did he? Why, no. He gave us nothing at all. Exactly. <sighs> exactly. So they start actually hearing. They feel that they're safe in this area right. to sleep. So they start to sleep. But Moraine doesn't feel comfortable. And she's like, seems like she's answering ready to get out. And then all of a sudden, uh, she's like, the Trollocs are in. Trollocs are coming in. Right. They're in the city. They're coming. <laughs> they're coming. And so they're like, we got to go. They're starting to leave. And all of a sudden, you remember that mist that you talked about mm-hmm. a few moments ago? <laughs> I remember the mist. The mist, which is called Mashadar. Which is sounds horrifying because it is. Yes. Is going and actually eating the Trollocs. Yes. While it's going through. And they see this. And they're like, we need to get out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is a bad idea. But what actually happens is... They start to separate. Yes. They start to get separated by the mist. By, they, by the mist, by roaming bands of Trollocs. Yeah. And while they're running out of Shadow Logoth, there's a river that's crossing uh, that's crossing the plain. And a Gwen and Perrin see the river and they're like, we need to cross this. We need to get across this river. Right. And so they start to wade. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get, jump in to start to try to wade across. Whereas Nynaeve... Moraine and Lan were all actually able to get out of Shadow Logoth itself. Right. And they were out, but not, and they were get to, they got to the side of the river, but they didn't go across the river. Right. And they were able to stay hidden. And they were able to stay hidden, thinking that we're going to wait here to see if the others arrive. Right. Matt, Rand, and Tom, <laughs> they see a boat on the river. Yep. And they try to jump and get onto the boat. And this is the first instance of Rand's channeling. Yes. This is the second instance of Rand's channeling. First major instance. Yes. Now, I don't believe we mentioned the last one, but the first instance was Rand keeping Bella healthy and able to... Carry a Gwen. Carry Be- Bella is the cart horse. Yes. Who was not built for endurance. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> and they get on to the ship by pretty much knocking over Gleb. Florin Gleb. <laughs> Scummy little man. When they got on the boat, they get the boat is actually run by Captain Baladoman. <laughs> I do be Greatest captain. Greatest captain. Yes. I do be what? I do be Baladoman. Yeah. Basically, he talks kind of like an Irish pirate. 
<laughs> if you can imagine that, that's how he talks. He's, he's, an, he's an amazing character. Yes. Love him. Love Beodemon. They get on the boat, and Beodemon sees the Trollocs coming after Rand, Matt, and Tom. And they're thinking that it's not they're coming after the boys and the Gleeman, that they're coming after him. Right. Because he has something. He has something, and he doesn't even know it. Exactly. We'll get into what he has later. Yeah, it, it, it'll come up. It's not something... It's something that will come up. Yes. But they try to get the ship away. Bale didn't actually notice that they were on the boat until after they pushed away away from all the Trollocs. Right. He just saw Trollocs and said, Let, let's get the heck out of here. Yes. And then he was blaming, blaming Gleb. <laughs> <laughs> For falling asleep at his post. Which he was. Which he did. We get a little bit of um, comedic relief on that one. <laughs> Tom tries to gain their passage by being a Gleeman, saying, as a Gleeman, I can entertain you, and we can keep you... you know, And these are my apprentices. Right. Because uh, Tom is good at subterfuge. Very much. He's good at the game of houses. Yes. The game of houses, we will go into further on, but pretty much it's just a game of lies. Yeah. Uh, lies and taking advantage of said lies. Exactly. Then... Matt and Rand, Rand pretty much, you know, pucks up. Is like, oh, we'll pay for our passage. And, and Matt and Rand give the gold coins that Moraine gave. Yes. Because Matt and Rand are dumb. Exactly. And Tom is like, you boys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I could have gotten us passage, free food, and yes. they would have paid us. Yes. But they jumped the gun and lost their gold coins. Exactly. So they're on the River Spray. Mm-hmm. Is that the name of the river or the name of the boat? It's the spray. The on the river, on the spray. Yes. <laughs> I always read it the river spray as in uh, <laughs> it's one thing. <laughs> his boat is the spray. It is a river boat. Yes. So he's on the river boat, the spray. Mm-hmm. And they're sailing down. While they're sailing, to keep up the ruse, but also for entertainment, and pretty much, Tom is teaching them how to be the women. Yes. He's doing stories to the crewmen. He's teaching Matt how to juggle, teaching Rand how to play the flute. The flute, because the Tom harp is not... not touch, let him touch the harp. The harp is not made for Shepard's hands. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. So they're learning how to, you know, become a gleeman, pretty much. And this will be important later on. Yep. But they, while they're learning this and they're going down the river spray, they see long spire mm-hmm. and Matt's enthralled by it right it basically is described as a column of glass that spans the river yep that is impossibly built like if, if it was made out of anything there's no way it would support itself but, oh no exactly. but there it is while they're going down the river ranch starts to get a little sick yeah not too much not right now that'll become a little later on yeah. Was he just, he was completely out of sorts. He felt that he had to climb up. Yes. The tower. <laughs> the crow's nest. And he was, what was he doing? Like sword maneuvers up there? Uh, he was basically doing a handstand and a handstand. hanging by his knees. And yeah. Was... Basically doing things that people make, you know, makes people think that he's insane. Exactly. And when he's doing that, you know. Tom is, is trying to talk him down. <laughs> but it's also like, this is all part of his training. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, he's, he's working on a new trick. Working on new tricks. <laughs> but yeah, so 
Rand is a little sick at the moment. Yes. Um, and they get to... They finally land at port at Whitebridge. Yep. Whitebridge is a town. It's pretty much a connecting town. Yeah, it's it's like a river crossing. There's a port. Yeah. It's not fabulously big, but it's not a village. No, but it has a amazing bridge. Yes. It's a crystal bridge, and they said the bridge was made by the One Power. Right. That's an artifact of the Age of Legends. Yes. Now, they get off the... Uh, Beldamon thanked him for their travel and said that if they weren't there with the Gleeman Tales and the training of the boys. You probably would have had a mutiny. Exactly. Exactly. And so they get off of Whitebridge and they're at the location. Um, they're looking for an inn, looking for some place mm-hmm. to stay. And the innkeeper, once he learns a little bit about them, basically says, yeah, I don't got room for you here. There's somebody kind of creepy who's been asking about people that fit your description. Exact descriptions. Exact description. And said you even had some more people. And at this point, of course... Matt and Rand have spilled that they're waiting for their people. Of course. Because and described them. Exactly, because they are idiots. Yes. They are such innocent village people. So they peek out the front window, and they figure, you know, we're going to go out the side. We're going we're gonna to sneak out. So they sneak out. As they come out of the alleyway, and they're trying to make their way, at this point, Tom has inverted his cloak, so it just looks like a brown cloak. He doesn't stand out in any way. Because a Gleeman's cloak is full of colored patches yes and, he, and they do it for that reason so that people know that they are a gleeman oh yes so they can get free room so they he can get a crowd to spend money on his stories right it's it's, it's there for attention but he doesn't want the attention right, right. Now. so he, he inverts it you know they just look at a couple of travelers but then in the village square they see a figure and this figure who's hooded and cloaked and they catch something that the cloak is not moving with the wind now, this is a telltale sign of a mirror draw. Or fade. Or fade. It's the same thing, people. <laughs> <laughs> and they start to freak out. The thing starts to walk towards them. And Tom takes off his cloak, wraps his junk in it, shoves it at Rand, and then says, run. And he takes his two good bla- uh, blades. Yes. His well, good... actually, he has a couple other blades, but these are, these are really good uh, blades yes. that he has. And he starts to attack the mirror draw. Yes. Which is, is crazy. Yeah. But Rand and Matt, they take his advice, and they, they run across the bridge. And they just keep on running, and they keep on running onto the Camlin Road. Yep. Uh, so the, And they're on their way to Camlin. Camlin mm-hmm. is the, the major ca- city. It's the that capital was... of Andor. Exactly. And this was actually a location that Moraine had told them at a point that they were going to get to Camlin and then go from there to Tavalon. Yes. But at this point, they don't have Moraine. They don't know where she is. And so... The one smart thing that Rand and Matt decide to do is <laughs> they think they should go and wait for Moraine at Camelin. They're learning. They're learning. And at this point, when they're leaving to go to Whitebridge, uh, after, sorry, at this point when they're leaving after Whitebridge, is where we're going to end right now. Yep. So we have Egwene and Perrin across the river. Yep. We have Nynaeve with Moraine and Lynn hiding away. And we have Matt and Rand running away from White Whitebridge with Tom fighting a mirror drill. Yes. And that's where we're at right now. A nice little separation. And we'll be back to see you and let you know more what's going away with time. I'm looking forward to it. Another time. I've been your geek, Scott. I've been your geek, Jason. Thank you and have a great rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs>